podcast that investigates the experience of self, the events that have shaped our world, the people that we have become, by focusing on the person first. Um, your earliest memory of somebody who did life well? Earliest memory of someone who did life well? Oh, God. Um, oh, it's going to be a really, really, really lame answer. But So I'm a football fan, um, always have been, especially as a kid. Like, I love, I've just always been obsessed with football. When I was really, I'm not anymore, I'm a Crystal Palace fan now. But when I was younger... Little Glory Hunter, like when I was primary school, and I used to support Man United, and it was in the days of when David Beckham was there, and it was weird because I always, like a lot of people did, I guess you kind of idolise this person, um, and yeah, it was. I, even as I got a bit older, I remember sort of thinking, well, he does come across as quite a good dad. I was going to say he comes across as quite a good husband as well, but then obviously certain things seem to have come out in the press that maybe weren't 100% true. Was he... Oh, is that right? I remember yeah, that there was question, the whole Rebecca that lady. Lewis thing yeah. and all that. So, I mean, maybe not, but like... He was seems she his press be, officer? I don't know what she was. Or his was. nanny? I have, nanny, I think that's was what it nanny? was. Oh, yeah, my God. It's such a lame answer to say David Beckham, but... But no, I do... I think he, he <laughs> no, no. looks like a really good dad. He seems like a very nice person. And... Although he seems quite media trained, like I don't know, he, he, he seems like a fairly nice person, I yeah. guess. Like, I, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's a complete like arsehole. Like, I don't know. But. He's really not. So from what I know of him, <laughs> this is really weird. I don't like football at all, right? And we know that. Yes. Um, on this podcast, <laughs> but um, my uncle is Patsy Holland, who used right. to play for West Ham. Okay. And uh, he also trained a group of kids what was David Beckham's early when he was a kid was he in Tottenham or something he was he was, he was an East End boy so I think uh, he went to Tottenham for a little like, and had right. some sort of trial and he came God, up to my lame, I know that, 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 that that's, <laughs> that's good that's what a fan would know he came up to um, my uncle and said oh do you remember me uh, Pat I'm uh, you no trained way. me he was like yeah I remember you David yeah. <laughs> he was like I just wanted to say thank you you were wow. all really good to me and um and he's like, yeah, he basically, he'd been given, a, I think, a talk. Okay. And then he'd walked across, he'd seen um, Patsy in the audience, he'd walked wow. across to him and said that in front of all the whole table and obviously made his night. Yeah. And so he seems like a really down-to-earth and mm. decent guy, but I, <laughs> dude, that's all I know about football. I feel like, yeah, it's a good choice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I just, I can say, I remember, I just remember when I was young, it must have been when I was sort of getting to teenage, and I probably read somewhere and it was talking about how he's probably quite a good dad, and I was like, that's pretty true. It might have been before all the stuff broke with him potentially having an affair or whatever but I was like he's, he seems like quite a good family man I suppose but do you um, I don't want to strain to a difficult area for anyone to answer but you see fallibilities in people in, in marriage and, and mm. uh, it's, it's really easy from the outside right to judge completely yeah that. absolutely do, do you, as you've got older do you look at things like that and think gosh you know when people read things in the media mm. it's too easy just to to judge well, good definitely. and bad we all, we all know um what you read in the media isn't always 100% factual and correct anyway. Um, so, yeah, it is, it's easy to, to jump to that conclusion. And, cause, and the other way you've got to look at it is, like, David Beckham's life is completely, completely, you know, different level to any, anyone that I know, um, probably anyone that we know. You can probably do anything, buy anything, do what he wants. So it's, it's just a, it's a very different world anyway. It's a completely different landscape that he's got. So not that I would make anything he does wrong okay yeah. but it's it is just a different world you know like i think they were saying in the news about him the other day getting a speeding ticket or something and he was like he can 
fight those things like any normal person couldn't. We're just like, yeah, got to spin into this. I Point. fight them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've I photoshopped. You do know I'm a police officer, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, when I've got caught oh, on a line, and, yeah. and I was like, I photoshopped the line on the wrong <laughs> under the thingy, and they don't care. They're like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I, I think oh, they're almost like, man, I got no pissed. one's there going, oh, we're going to get this guy. They're like, okay, fair enough, that image looks like that. No yeah. one compared to the original. Oh, man, Is that, I got that points. Right, I know where to go next time. If I, I shouldn't, again, shouldn't say that. Definitely said a police officer. Don't bring <laughs> Or I never do, honest. <laughs> Whoops. Are you, okay, you brought <laughs> up about being a police officer. What yes. was your memory from a kid of the police? I um, I don't really have that many. Like, I remember when I was in primary school, we had this uh, police officer that come in a couple of times a year, maybe. I remember his name was PC Nolan. Um, and, yeah, he says, I, I, I genuinely can't remember what he would have talked to us about or anything. But I remember him coming in. And I remember, I, I always, I guess... A lot of people wouldn't necessarily respect the piece. I know that anyway, as doing the job. But I guess I kind of always had that little bit of respect. Like, I, I felt like, you know, you, you don't want to get in trouble with them, piece, basically. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I never imagined that. When I was really young, I can't sit here and go, I knew from the age of kind of 10 that I wanted to be a police officer or anything like that. There's not that I'm aware of. There's no sort of police officer in my family. I've got a lot of friends that were as I grew up, but... Yeah, not in my family. So, yeah, I guess I had a positive view of police, but but yeah, it wasn't wasn't a, a massive kind of uh, wide ranging view. What sure. about you, Alvin? <laughs> <laughs> Only because I, I know how I feel about the police. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not been in trouble with the police, <laughs> by the way. Like, I was just, it was just interesting to hear because obviously, obviously, you know, everyone from where I'm from hates yeah, the police. Yeah. Um, so that, that, hang on, you're, you're, I don't know about this. Do they all hate? Is that yeah, like a standard thing? Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, it's weird. I get. I kind of get it. Like, yeah. But the thing is, I don't think it's. Um, I don't think it's just subject to the police. I feel like it's the man, the pressing force. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like sociologize it, and that's not a word, but um, because everyone sort of hates the teachers, or everyone sort of hated. Like, it's kind of what authority. you're brought up with, though, isn't yeah, it? As well, yeah, I think exactly. I get it. It's like, it's it's just the background you're you're brought up with, and it is that. I, we get we got taught when we joined about everyone everyone has these kind of unconscious biases and stuff, yeah. and you just you can't help it. You just grow up with it, and it might be you know you've got a grandparent that's got a, a reason to to dislike whatever it is the police or, or a, a nationality even you know, um, and if you get if you hear that kind of a lot when you and that's kind of what you're brought up around, then that's just going to be kind of your view, and it is what it is, and like. I, I think I'm quite good at my job and I know I'm going to have a, I go to a lot of people that don't really like me and don't want to talk to me but all I try to do is I mean I'm not going to be a, an arsehole about that I'm just going to try and be alright I'm not expecting to change everyone's view on police at all because that's not going to happen but as long as, if someone goes away from me and thinks oh that wasn't so bad then that's alright sure yeah do you feel like to an extent though, some of the um, the hatred or dislike is justified there's bad eggs and yeah. the one thing and I think I said it on um, on the previous podcast with, with Pitt that um, the negative experiences always stick with you more than a positive one sure. 100% and I, I think you get that with anything like even if it's not you know any any experience if it's a negative experience it's going to stick with you more than a positive one and so I just I get it like I get it if you've had a if you've been if you've had a rough deal or you feel like you've had a rough deal 
that's gonna that's gonna bother you more. And it's it's just, it's you know even on the smallest level, I, I I get that to be fair. And, and like I say, there are there are bad eggs in the police. Of course, there are. It would be naive to say it, well, there weren't. But sure. I can honestly say from doing the job, there's mostly good people. Or, and uh, you yeah. know, I 100 percent believe that. But yeah. I don't think it's. Uh, um, I don't think it's from a bad egg perspective. So I used to be one of the... Uh, it's even embarrassing saying it. I used yeah. to be uh, after Felix, one of those kids. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And then until I realised everyone's just a person doing the job. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, like, it was... Mine was more from the standpoint that um, I understand that the people who look like me are disproportionately affected and like, yeah, yeah. are imprisoned and are targeted by the police. Um, therefore, I don't like you. Do yeah. You know I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, and completely. That doesn't necessarily mean... That you because you arrested no, five no. black men in yeah. the last month doesn't mean you're a bad egg. They yeah. could have been doing crimes. Yeah, but yeah. I can see how that discreet was disproportionately yeah, yeah, affected. Yeah, yeah, completely. And that meant that I just didn't like you. I think it's it's being in certain you know going back to the like I grew up in quite a white area. Yeah. Like I would imagine most people being arrested around there are going to have been white people. So it's it's difficult, I guess, because depending on where you're from, there's going to be it's like stop search. Mm-hmm. That, that's been such a hot topic. But if you go out to, you know, like I say, where I lived, most people getting stopped and searched would be white people. I, again, I get it. I, I work now. I work in Stockwell. That's quite a, that's a you know, a, a... <laughs> yeah, that was the word yeah. I was going to say. Like, Is that right? But yeah, you know, and there's a lot of ethnicities, mm. but it's a very, it's a very diverse. black area. Yeah, diverse. That's yeah. exactly the word. It's a very diverse area. So you, it, it's different. It's difficult. I, I, like everyone's going to have their own view on it. Everyone's going to have their kind of yeah. And like I say, when when you've had negative experiences with police, then it's going to highlight it more. I think. But I just, I I try to promote the positive bit of it and like yeah, try not to. Well, I'm not one of the guys that goes around being an arsehole because I've got a, a uniform and a badge. Like yeah, it's really interesting. What do you think? Has attracted people that you've met to the the force. Oh, I don't know. Um, oh, so it's not you're going to use that word, are you? What's that? The, the force. force. Oh, it's it's it. <laughs> Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> the force. The lightsabers. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> no. Um, I guess everyone's got kind of all different reasons. So there's a, like. I think sometimes when you're young, so there's people that probably join at 18 and it's where you don't really know what you want to do and you kind of ended up going, I'll join the police. I think that happens quite a lot, um, which can be dangerous because I, I said it like, I nearly was one of those people. I, I tried to join when I was 18 and I know for sure I would have been a completely different police officer. If I if I joined and been in when I was 18, I, I genuinely believe I would have become very institutionalised become very off duty I would have probably been like no that's that's not allowed you can't be doing that and very just by the book <laughs> whereas I'm you know I'm 31 now we we have discretion you know you not you, you're right clearly you can't turn a blind eye to everything absolutely not but I think I know the difference now between when someone's made a mistake and when someone has really done something wrong and you know Sometimes it doesn't really matter. You still have to arrest somebody, but there are always there's a lot of ways of dealing with things. Um, so yeah, back to the actual question: why why do people join? For me, when I joined, it was because I was settling down. Um, I just got married. We were buying a house. We wanted a child, and I just started thinking like the job I was doing at the time. I was like, oh, what is, is this a career? Like, is this what I want to do? 
What were you doing? I was an editor for a project management training company, so it's completely different. It was only around the corner from me in Bishopsgate as well. Yeah. Was and, it Prince um, 2? Sorry? Prince 2. They did that training. We yeah. did some of the... We, we used to do the courses for that, but yeah. Um, yeah. I can't remember. I can't even remember what some of the other stuff was. But You, you um, put together the entire marketing well, material? Yeah, we used to have... Um, you'd, you'd kind of go out and sell it to um, companies like BP was one of our biggest clients. And it was just, sometimes it was literally a case of just putting a logo onto the courseware. Sometimes they might want to mix two courses together. So I wouldn't be the one that's going, right, we're getting that from there and that. But someone would just throw all this stuff at me and it was a case of putting it together into into a course, onto PowerPoints and then handouts and books and stuff. And Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. I kind of enjoyed it at the time, but I just got a little bit bored. I was there for five and a half years and you just start thinking like what do I want to do yeah. like, and, and also it's that thing of do I see myself here in like five ten years and it, the answer was no and um, I was kind of looking for other media stuff and other A-level jobs oh, sorry A-level jobs other um, media or editing type things mm. um, and then like I said I had quite a few friends that are police officers and we just started talking about it and I genuinely just had this massive desire i was like that's what i want to do that's, that's what amazing. i want to do and, what stories yeah. were told to you to make you think that's what i want to do probably only really horrible things about i remember i still remember <laughs> i genuinely remember one of my stew who has been in for forever and he I, I don't know why this story sticks on my head but he was telling us once about how you know they were arresting some woman i don't know what it was for i don't know what was going on and she kept trying to bite everybody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i just remember him and just the light went on and i was like yes i want to get <laughs> Bitten <laughs> by a possibly, you know, diseased lady or whatever. Yeah, that's like The Walking Dead. Yeah, it was, and I, I just, yeah, that story sticks in mind. I, I don't know what it was, and so like, I don't. I think I like to try and help. It sounds so cheesy. It doesn't sound cheesy, but I think a little bit it was that. It was like, a, and, I, and like I say, I think once you've had a little bit of life experience as well, like a lot of when I started getting an idea, and I was, but I'd speak to people about, it and they'd be like, I think you'd be good at that. And so it was just like, yeah, I, I like genuinely just the amount of effort I put into my application and everything was was like, yeah. I, I, God only knows what I would have done if I hadn't got the job because I, I put so much effort in, like, I would have been gutted. Uh-huh. I know I would have been, I would have been absolutely gutted. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think that's really um, admirable. I think um, you say it sounds cheesy, mm. I really think it doesn't. I actually think there's probably nothing more to life than what you've just said about helping other people mm. that's probably the ultimate it's so lame it's really, it's really not lame I don't, so um, even Jim Carrey said this in his, uh, his commencement address to yeah. a um, oh, school I can't remember where it was but they, they, they put philosophy and mindfulness into the school that mm. he was uh, kind of talking to and he said I kept on trying to find meaning in my life and I kept looking in, out there in the world yeah. and then I kind of got into a movie and he talked about he wrote, he wrote himself a cheque that he could cash for like yes. you know the yeah, thing yeah I've heard about that yeah and then um, that's, I think it's all true it, yeah. uh, he got Ace Ventura or something like that and um, then he basically got to the top of his game and he's like there's nothing here. He gets to the top of the mountain. There's just downside. Yeah, yeah. And he said, um, "Your kindness is the is the most important gift that you have." Oh, oh. this is beautiful stuff. It's getting it's, heavy. This it's is true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ramp it up. But it, I think it's true. I think like um, yeah. that's uh, for, to go from like marketing or you know in a project management, a very kind of mm. lot who have got a job like that who are yeah. right around us. You know, and we're in the middle yeah, of the city. Yeah. And um, to go from that to, like, literally 
that job is a bit mad. You don't save life every day, honestly. Sometimes it is just life. You just, yeah. You don't even need to save Asking one. Asking a homeless person to move to somewhere else, that's not the most fun. Yeah. It's not always glitz and glamour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting a drunk person in an ambulance. God. Yeah. You seem like I'm um, quite a nice person, and I feel like to Thank be you. a police... <laughs> See, we're we not were, all bad. We weren't too sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like, as a policeman, you kind of have to be... Uh, do we swear on this podcast? Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank God. I, I, I think I said something earlier. I was like, oh, should no, I? Yeah. 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 I feel like you have to be a bit of a prick just because yeah. people are all like, people are going to take advantage. Do you know what I mean? Like, of a situation, like, I know yeah. personally, when I was younger, maybe, yeah. not now, obviously. Yeah. Like, no. so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try and take advantage of the situation. You told me I can't do this, but it's something yeah. that I want to do. Um, if I can see that there's a, a bit of softness, I'm going to do it. Do you know what? I'm I get that. I get that completely. That is, I mean, that's what I was like as a kid anyway. It was like, you say no, but is this like a definite <laughs> yeah, no? Yeah, yeah. Or is this a bit of a, I'd rather yeah, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. So I completely get that. And like, don't get me wrong, when I was a kid, <laughs> I remember we used to we used to play football somewhere, like five-side football. And then afterwards, like, all the girls would come along and you're still like hanging around. And there was times when we, we genuinely like, uh, we weren't causing much trouble. Yeah, granted, it's probably a really low-level antisocial behaviour, but it's nothing bad. But they come along, and I know I'd be a bit cheeky and like, does this really know? Or is it? Like, but yeah. but at the same time, like I said, I was too, I was also I was too scared to want to get in trouble. <laughs> I know I know I was up. Like, I was, so you might uh, say one cheeky in front comment. of my mates, I'd be like, <laughs> 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 if there's another I'm like, sorry, sorry, thank you, yes sir, no sir, and all that. But but no, I, I get that. Like um, and you. you get it when you're out doing the job as well mm. but like I say you I think you did no no sort of whatever you're dealing with it's there's always it, there's no set way of how it's going to go there's no set way of how you deal with it um clearly you have to speak to different people in a different way if someone's really trying to run rings around you yeah you've got to be a little bit firmer but I think the, the one and again we kind of got taught this and I guess not everyone gets it, is when, no matter what I'm going to, start on a low level, start down there. If someone, if, like, because then you give yourself room to go up. Some people, when we talk about people not getting it right, some people will go up there. Start. And then if you've got someone that's really anti, well, you've got nowhere to go and you're just going to cause yourself shit. Yeah. So, it's a good point. Yeah, like, that's what I always get taught and that's how I try to do it. it going at a low level, like speak to somebody like, and it's, it's that thing genuinely speak to someone how I want to be spoken to totally. so I'm not going to come up to you and start speak to you like an arsehole because that's not alright if you're going to be a bit of an arsehole alright then I might be a little bit back and then we'll see where it goes but I, you, you've got to start start at the bottom and just yeah be sensible that's what I try to do do you still want to be a police officer? I love my job honestly even, even after it's it's weird because given like what has happened in the last two years, like I should probably hate the job. I shouldn't. I should arguably like a lot of people probably wouldn't even be in the job anymore going through what I've been through. But I, I genuinely still enjoy it. I find it really rewarding. Like I I like going in every day, and it's again it's a bit cliche, but you never know what you're going to go into. You never know what's going to happen on that shift when you're yeah. going to a call. And I tutor now as well, and it is that thing, and I still remember it from when I was new that you're going to something and in your head you're playing it out going it's probably going to be this this is how it's going to go rah, rah, rah. and you get there and it's never that way it's something completely different yeah. it just never pans out how you kind of necessarily expect it to good and bad yeah um, but yeah it's, it, like, I enjoy that I like that and it's thinking on your feet and 
and yeah. acting at times to a certain extent. That's totally, what it is. yeah, Completely. totally. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your ability to influence people um, and, and you know, connect with them, or like you say, act in a certain mm. way that brings about the right result, mm. or even just to change somebody's, you know, threatening to hurt themselves. Mm. A change of just don't stand there, stand over here. Yeah, yeah. Like that's quite. And you're the centre of all that action, right? You're the cent- you're the yeah. influence, the key influence. You are right? at times, but yeah, yeah. It's, I, you don't think about all those things when you're dealing with anything. You're not thinking about like, yeah. I don't mean in a, in a kind of a, a yeah. glorious way. No, I mean a kind of in a kind of an empowering. This is my job. Yeah. Way. Yeah, it, it is just that though, isn't it? It's just my job. It's it's what I do. It pays the bills and. Is it that as well though? Yeah, I suppose so. It is, it's just it's just the job I do. I'm lucky that I enjoy it, but. But there yeah. are those highs as well, though, right? You have those moments of like, saviour and and or, and even if it's just simply talking somebody. There are yeah, there, there are times where you come away and you think that was a good result. Yeah, and like, it's not as often as you might like it to be, to be honest. But then yeah, it does it does happen where you think yeah that that went well, but. I, it's weird. I've, I've, again, like I say because I do my tutoring. I always say to people, like, no job ever goes perfectly. You'll always be able to look back and think, like, I could have done that a little bit differently. I could have done this a bit differently. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I say, that doesn't mean that something hasn't gone right, or then you all come away feeling like, oh, that was good. That was positive. We've stopped something there, or we've helped somebody. But yeah, there's never, there's never the perfect kind of conclusion to anything. So. I just uh, it sounds like I'm almost being modest as well but that's just genuinely what I think. I think that's really realistic. Yeah. Like I, that's the kind of thing I want to buy. I don't want to mm. buy, you know, um extremes. I think yeah. li- life is lived kind of in the middle. Yeah, completely. It is more completely. boring and sometimes more yeah. interesting than you can ever think. Yeah. You know, it's it's both yeah, yeah, those definitely. things. Definitely. I I um, think a lot of uh, people my age and young people um, about to turn 40 uh, <laughs> they um, think that fame and money is a big goal in their life definitely get that what yeah. have you learned in your job about people who have either made either of those or both what made money yeah or... like what's your experience of from from wealthy or famous people through the, through the prism of the law um, <laughs> so i've not i've not really I don't know. They all—they're all just normal, aren't they? Really, like as much as I sort of go, oh, you know, all right. Clearly, you have the David Beckhams in this world that aren't, but there are people I've met at work who are and, uh, famous, money, whatever, and most people are still just normal. Um, you can. Do you know what the worst thing? In, the worst thing of everything is alcohol. Alcohol is what changes everyone and influences everything. So it doesn't really matter how much money you've got. If you've had too much to drink, you're probably going to be a <laughs> bit of an arsehole. Mm. If you've got no money, but you've had a bit to drink, there's a chance you're going to be a bit of an arsehole. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, it's... Yeah, I don't know. Like, money, change your money. opinion of it? Of, of both those things, fame and, and money. And as you get through your... Are you mid-30s? I'm 31, steady. Oh, right. Early. Sorry, no, I said that really aggressively. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, actually. So, yeah, you, yeah, no, you mentioned... Okay. Early 30s. But, um, you seem like a worldly wise man. Oh. <laughs> but, Thanks. <I> think. <laughs> but, but, I mean, like, as you've grown... As you've kind of grown um, up through, like, the prism of mm. seeing people through the police... Mm. How how has that has that changed at all your opinion or is it said the same? Uh, not not really. I, not not really. No, that's a kind of short answer. Um, one of the, I guess the unfortunate things we do deal again with people. There's a lot of uh, you have to you get calls for like homeless people a lot. 
Yeah. Just for various reasons. And it's like, it's, it's sad. And you always want to help them. And you can't. And it's, there's a lot. There's only certain things I can do. So I guess it hasn't changed my view. There's only, I can only deal with certain things. And I can only do so much when you're, when you're dealing with anything. Um, no, I, it hasn't really changed my opinion of how people are. Overall, I've got to be the one thing about this job, which is kind of negative, is <laughs> you do see the bad. Like, because yes. we're normally dealing with, in yes. some ways, someone's done something wrong. You're not being called to birthday parties. No, exactly. Unfortunately, not. And it's like you just. I almost joke about it times, but it's like I just think everyone's an arsehole. Until I know otherwise, everyone's just a little bit of an arsehole. <laughs> Alvin thinks like that. Yeah, yeah. Everyone in the unit, everyone in the police. But no, like, yeah, it's 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 weird. It's it's so you you kind of have to make a judgment quite early on when you're dealing with something. And thankfully, like, you've got to be able to. That's what I mean about going in at low level. So you give yourself the scope to change that view. Yeah. And it does change. Thankfully, it's not everyone isn't an arsehole, but. Yeah, I guess it's just automatically when you're going something, it's because someone's done something wrong and you're like, it just feels like sometimes, God, everyone's just an arsehole. Can't we just, can no one drink we, anymore ever, please? I mm. think alcohol should be like massively limited, if I, not banned. Do you know, honestly, and I remember I heard the statistic somewhere else before, but I, I think it's something like 80% of arrests yeah. have got alcohol is, totally. is a factor. It's mental. And I remember like the first time I heard that, I was like, that's insane. Yeah. But genuinely, when yeah. I think about it, so I've been in a piece for like four years now, I can barely think of one arrest I've made where the person hasn't been drunk. Yeah. Which is insane. Like, yeah. absolutely insane. Yeah. And yet, like, drugs and everything, all these things that are illegal, but, like, what's the factor in all these arrests? Yeah. Alcohol. Always alcohol. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so I'll just say, I put it out there, just so in case, you know, um, just for the record, I mm. think um, all drugs should be legalised and there should be some kind of um, controls put uh, over them. I, um... Like there are in... It's weird. I mean, clearly, it's only my opinion. I yeah. hope it's not controversial, but I, sure. I, I think there is. I certainly think there's scope in that. That that's certainly a discussion yeah. that I get. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I've got my view on it, yeah. and I, it's similar, I suppose. Yeah. I, I um. Are you allowed to say that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's you know. You absolutely are allowed to say that. It's, no, a it's private the weird individual. thing of like it's the weird thing that if if I go up to somebody. And they tell me I've taken a load of drugs. That's not an offence. But if you're carrying it, it is. And it's a bit like, well... I'm carrying them in my stomach. Yeah, it's almost... (laughs) It's a bit weird. I just, like... Like I say, the biggest thing is... When when, when uh, something's gone on, what's normally the contributing factor? It's alcohol. And alcohol's legal. It's It's not drugs, like... Yeah. If you were designing a society from today, Mm. you wouldn't go, oh, let's make alcohol legal. Yeah, completely. (laughs) When you think of the damage it does, when you think of the your experience of it as well, you'd you'd actually skew it in a different way. You might make some other things legal first, and you get to alcohol about midway, maybe. But um, we're inherited this. This is the Mm. great thing about the you know the people who lead the countries of the future. They can decide this. They can change the way things are. Yeah. And create discussion around it. I, I don't. I think it's a long way off changing drug laws, but I, I do think that's that's certainly a discussion. And I can, I know there's, I, I get the plus side to it, and I get the the kind of why people would be like straight away, like no, I get it. But you know, there, it's a discussion that's worth having. I think definitely, definitely. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Well, you, could, you know, I'm, as you were saying, there's just so many things. But I feel like the conversation will be skewed if I speak on like legalization of drugs. 
No, you should do. We've only got a limited amount of time, but you should do. I don't forget. But my point around legalization of drugs, so you know how you see in um, states in America? Yeah. And it sounds like I bang on about black stuff all the time. But it's the fact that you see, um, you just see, and it's not even just black, you've seen people from low income communities be arrested mm. for these um, low level drug offences for years and years totally. and years. And then as soon as you legalize it, you're going to see um, sort of middle class, um, affluent people, white people often um, profit from it. It just rubs me that so, that does the wrong way. Yeah, it runs me the I get what you mean. A lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I just don't see how you can even because there's there's not a reality where I see you're freeing all of the you're freeing all of no, them and you're um you're remunerating them for um all the work that they do because they were more or less doing the same thing that you're doing but it's they they didn't have the opportunity or the platform. Um, totally, that was like, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the way to to back to drugs and, and that perception of it. Yeah. You've got to ignore the drugs and go to the stage before. It's same with alcohol abuse. Yeah. And, and say this person is la- sad or they lack some kind of community. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And, and let's talk about that. Yep. And wh- however they're fixing themselves, mm. just remove the stigmatism of, of uh, crime. Yeah, yeah. And, deal with, and let's deal with it in a mental mm. illness or a mental effect way. Yeah, yeah completely. It's... Do you agree with easier that? Easier said than done. Yeah. E- yeah, easier said than done, but like I say, yeah, it's definitely, yeah. I, I, I genuinely agree. It's kind of a conversation that needs to be had. I get the... My sister's, yeah. um, she was married and she, um, she, uh, she got divorced, I think, within a couple of years, but the guy that she married, he went on to be a detective. He was really mm. successful and um, he told me his experience of coming from a, another part of the UK mm-hmm. into London and he said, you know, he dealt disproportionately with people who were high for whatever reason, drunk, whatever. Yeah. And he said, um, and the, the, they were, they were violent because of that, or they were emotional and angry because of that. Yeah. yeah but in the, when they'd been in the can for a day or something, they were like, Oh, f- f- you know, what have I done? Yeah, like, yeah. They put them into a state of, of doing things that aren't part of their life Completely. plan. I've seen, I've seen that loads of times. And, but that's what I mean. I think that's the difference again, when, you know, when we when you've interviewed someone or whatever, and you're going away to kind of get a charging decision, a big factor is is that person remorseful? Is it out of mm. character? Yeah. Same way as if you know, if you have got someone who's a really horrible person, you can go look. There's evidence of this person having a bad character. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I think it's like I say, you can't all, you can't never arrest anybody because clearly sometimes people have to be arrested. But it's about has someone made a mistake? Albeit in a completely a big mistake, a drunken mistake, but has someone made a mistake, or are they genuinely a bad person? And definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, like alcohol sways that it makes someone that bad person for yeah. however long a yeah. period, and then suddenly they snap out of it. It's like I've seen it so many times. People who have never done anything wrong. Yeah. Honestly, just last week there was a guy in his forties, fifties, never been arrested before, got involved in something, and it's just ends up getting arrested for the first time. You're like. Clearly, no. clearly, you've yeah. made a mistake. You're not, uh, yeah. But he wasn't punished in the, you know, if it was a bad guy, I guess. So. Yeah, yeah. Do you um, not drink anymore? Or I do. Mm. It's weird. Like one massive thing is because of the kind of issues I've had anyway since like two years ago. Yeah. I drink a lot less because um, I just find it puts me in a bad place. Like yeah, it doesn't sure. mean. Never, but I've certainly cut down. And then, obviously, like, I, I trained for the marathon, um, so I wasn't drinking then. And it was like, yeah, honestly, the first time I went out and had a drink after that, I just felt rubbish. So I'm trying to... I, I don't know. 
I'm quite a happy, loud, irritating person when I'm not drinking anyway. Yeah. So I don't really think I need to drink. But yeah, I don't know. I might see how. I'm definitely going to cut down this year, and then we'll see where it leaves us. But yeah. Teetotal. I, I, I quit <laughs> last year. I, love to, I genuinely, I would love to be teetotal. As mad as that sounds, I would love to do that. And I'm, let's see. I think you're probably in a better place than me yeah. because I would love to drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is it. There are times when I'm, especially, it's always when I'm going in for a night shift. You'll be like on a weekend, especially, you're going in for a night shift it's when it's the other. summer oh, and you're like, boy, oh, oh boy. man, this you sucks. And you can't yeah. even drink because you're going to work. So, I think I could do it. Like, I know I know. before I've had like ages without drinking when you're not even paying attention. You go yeah. ages without drinking. Mm. Um, I know I'm out next weekend though, so I, I can't say. Maybe that might be the point where I go, right, from there, I'll see how long I can really go without doing it. Yeah, I'm, definitely. I'm definitely sense. drinking next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big I need, one. I need to. <laughs> It'll be my blowout, like my, my final hurrah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You <laughs> should do that. Um, so do you think... Um, Going back to, I'm just thinking of what your life is like in your, your day job. There's mm. conflict every day, right? You literally get called when conflicts happen. Pretty much, yeah. Do you yeah. think conflict's necessary for happiness? Ooh, not. I mean, no, I guess not. Like, yeah. You can have a debate without it being a conflict, I think. Like, and I know that's a weird way of putting it, but like, not everything has to end in this big argument, whatever, violence. It doesn't have to end like that. There's always room to have a discussion and be sensible about it. And there's ways to have sensible conflict, shall we say, um, without it being something that the police have to come to. <laughs> okay, but what I mean is, so hap- let's say, let's just pick happiness, right? Yes. Do you think you appreciate this, this Oh, I see weekend, what you're saying. Yeah, in your life because of the I get it. polarisation um... you've had. In your life. And that could be from a kid all to yeah, now, everything. I, I kind of, you know, is it that kind of, in, you need the lows to enjoy the highs? Yeah. Do yeah. you think um, you enjoy the highs more? It makes sense. I, I get that. I do get that. Um, it makes you appreciate it more. I don't think, I think you can be happy without having to have had a, a rough time more or, you know, yeah, the conflict side of things. Yeah. yeah. I do. But... It might make you appreciate it that little bit more, yeah. But yeah, you know, like, who um, knows? <laughs> if you experience a um, like a, a like what's it called, like a near death experience, yeah. right? If you've had that, you might um, start thinking, "Oh my god, I need to be fucking paying attention." Like, yeah, the 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 song, yeah, the bird song's a bit brighter, yeah. and everything's a bit sweet smelling. Do you know what that the thing? I get that as well. So obviously, after what I'd been through. Um, when essentially I was having my little breakdown, one of the excuses I think I gave myself for why I was essentially being an arsehole was I've had this crazy kind of life or death experience and now I'm trying to change my life and it wasn't that. It was just I was having a bad time mentally. Yeah. So that's what I mean. I, I, it, I think it can make you appreciate things more. Yeah. And like, yeah, like I look back at now what I don't have and think fuck I missed that yeah that was great but yeah I don't I don't think you need that I don't think you need the conflict it might make you appreciate something more but I yeah. don't think it's what you need for happiness no yeah do you, do you think you've had like kind of like um, a life story that you've told yourself 
throughout your life um, of like who you are. Do you, do you kind of have like a running narrative in your head of who Leon is? I don't think so. I th- it's, it sounds weird. I think I'm at times still trying to figure that out myself. Yeah. Like, genuinely, I don't. I don't know what I am. Like sitting here doing things like this, I've. I, I think I'm just a normal person. Like as far as I like, and well, I am a normal person. Yeah. Um, but getting to do like some of the things I've been able to do, and even the fact that I'm sat here having this conversation, like. It's weird to me because I'm normal and I don't know why people want to hear from me. Like I don't, I don't really get it. So, like, yeah, like I, it's not that I'm trying to. I, like, I just think I'm normal. It's not about trying to figure out what I am. I just. Think but I'm why a is not like, talking to someone who's normal not interesting? Because I, I imagine you know. Ah, oh, see now it's making. It, I was, <laughs> you've twisted this well. Because <laughs> <laughs> I probably don't want to listen to like the Milkman's. Like, oh, this is. I, you might. Hey, look. So, yeah, some people probably do have really interesting stories. I guess because it's just my story, I don't see it as interesting. Other people might, and I guess yeah. When you when you spin it like that, even the most ordinary person might have the most interesting story. I think it's whoever's who's listening, right? I think you're absolutely right. Some people might not be interested mm. in certain things, and they will skim over that to things that are. People definitely seek drama. I think in their in oh their yeah lives. yeah yeah. Completely. If you literally switch on Twitter, it's or the slowing down for a car crash thing, isn't it? Though it's, right. it's like oh, what's what's going on? I never really understood that. You know. No, it's very more, more so now because yeah. like I see things anyway. It's like oh, it does my head in. Yeah. If there's a when there's police around, like I just one funny thing actually, we get we got told about you know if something's happened and there's not a suspect on scene, like be aware that someone like of the person walking past and not looking at what's going on because they might be involved. It's like nah, it's probably just a police officer because they don't really give a shit. Like, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> like I know I can see something. Like unless it's, it's like, like I'm not in I don't either. care. Well, it's like you know if, as long as it's in control. Like yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I don't care. Like it's fine. Let them get on with it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You said something. Um, <laughs> just reminded me of something similar that you said on um, with Chris and Stu uh, about um, beca- when you see a police car zooming past mm. or, or, or ambulance or anyone of yeah. uh, the emergency. Yeah, yeah. They might be going off to see something that's going to change their life. Yeah, that was Stu's line. That was. Yeah, yeah. that it's Stu's line. Stu said that. Yeah, because um, yeah, no, it's 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 true. It's weird, but it's not like even. Do you know what the funny thing is? We, I was I was working last night. I can't even remember what it was we were going to. But even then, even on that, that kind of, that's not with the lights going or anything, but we're going somewhere. And it's still that same logic of you could just be driving somewhere yeah. to an incident that could be completely life-changing. Yeah. And like that night was the perfect example of that. We just yeah. left the office yeah. and essentially walked into, you know, a marauding terror attack. Like that yeah. since that's clearly not what you happens on your day to day basis. Yeah. But it's true, you like and it's like I touched on earlier, you never know when you're going to something, you can create this picture in your head of it's probably gonna be like this, yeah. it's probably that. It rarely is that. It rarely is. How often do you um if if you do at all, um do you like journal or like take time to reflect? Because I feel like you you see a lot of things in the day to day not It's but, more that like when there are when you've had some sort of dealing with like a fatality something like that that's where thankfully i haven't had too many at work really rent like i'm the guardian angel it appears at work on my team because i don't we don't seem to have many that have like fatality type things but yeah i think it's always important like we, we with your team in general just to have that discussion just be like you, you you with anything you talk about most jobs anyway like even if it's like a really bog standard arrest you probably come away and you'll be just talking about stuff 
And I think it's like that with anything. Like, clearly, when it's a more serious thing, it's a longer conversation. It's a bit more in-depth. But I think, in general, yeah, there's it's, and there's always... We kind of get offered support anyway after the more serious things. So there's a longer conversation for the more serious things. But I think, in general, yeah, you'll just discuss it, like, between your team, assuming that's enough. And kind of that is the journaling process, I guess. And just... It's like, like a debrief almost type thing. Where cause, and it's like I say, nothing ever goes 100% perfectly. And so it's that conversation of, oh, yeah, oh, you, might, you might just be going, oh, we should have done that, actually, or that, oh, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it's just yeah, it's just a conversation, really. Is there a... Um, I think, thinking back to when I was a kid, I looked at police officers. I, um, and they've definitely changed, mm. I think, from when I was a kid to now, because they used to be quite standoffish and do you yeah. know who I am type attitude. Yeah. And now they're more like us I think as yeah. in you know and, and down to earth yeah yeah like mate come on just get out of here or something or it could be stop swearing at someone I've, like, I've had it before like where I've sworn at somebody and they're like you can't, you can't swear you're a police officer <laughs> it's like he wasn't saying it in a bad way but it's like you just swore it's like, well yeah because like, you're being an idiot like, <laughs> stop being an idiot and, like that <laughs> probably helped but yeah um, yeah you just, pe- just cut through I don't know like yeah the, I do think it's literally like one of the things that they talk about a lot of work at the moment is tattoos. So I've got tattoos. Yeah, that's what you've got about. Um, yeah, I've got, yeah. I've got loads. I've got this uncovered. But it's little things like that. Like, I think it's good, in my opinion. Totally. Not everyone has that, but I think it's quite good to just, we are human. Of course. Because we're in this uniform, you are human. So why yeah. shouldn't you? Like, and there was a time when officers didn't have beards. Yep. And it's like, you, tr- you can, I kind of get it. You still try to make it look like this big disciplined thing and like, you know, shiny boots and whatever. But at the same time, I think that does create that exactly that disconnect yeah. and that yeah. divide. Yeah. Whereas if you're just like, no, be normal, just, yeah. and that's that's what I mean as well. Like when I say speak to people like you expect to be spoken to, speak to people normally. Don't speak like hello, blah 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 blah. Like no, just just be normal. Like <laughs> it's worked for me. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but it's yeah. worked for me so far. I've not had my head kicked in yet. So <laughs> if, we, if we said to you today, you can't be a police officer anymore. You have to change. Um, but you know, don't choose it for the money. Right. We're going to give you 200 million just oh, to have a <laughs> in the bank. In this, reserve. What would I do? What would you that, just choose to do? Just without. Can I be a special? They, What's that? They're the police officers that don't get paid. Does that count? Then? <laughs> they just, nah. Would you still choose to do, be? <laughs> no, involved? no, I don't know. Um, what would I do? But you got remember, you got a limited amount of time. You got to retire. But how old are you? 31. 31. So you got, yeah. You're going to have to retire at 50. It would possibly be something media-ish, like I. So I got a media A level at school just because didn't, didn't know what else I wanted to do. Media seemed quite easy. Was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? A B. Uh, it wasn't that I easy. Remember. I think it was a B. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like I say, like, I'd lo- I, the weird thing is, I do in a kind of small way think if I was doing something media ish, the curtain would come down on it. So it looks like a fun job at times, and it looks like, you know, I don't know exactly, like, probably editing-y type thing, something like that, I'd like to do, maybe press, just because I've got that sort of experience of sitting there reading and moving shit around, but like... T3 magazine. Oh, that sounds exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I just, just, yeah, (laughs) I just, or or, if it wasn't that, then like, obviously, like I say, I'm a big football fan, so something, background of football... But, yeah, something like that. That would probably be something. But then, like I say, at the same time, I think it, that, that kind of image of it in my head of that looks like I'd enjoy that Yeah, would go complete at football coaching as well. Maybe there you go. So maybe well, that would be that's probably one. one that you just 
probably can get enjoyment out I of it every day. I can't play, so right? I think you could do that, and you could do it without money, and I'd probably enjoy it, just the fact of getting to can you imagine a ball around and taking someone with, it as well, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, but like a little kid with the potential, yeah. and like... Um, and ruining his career, because I'm not a good coach. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make it, neither can you, yes. <laughs> You're nothing! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, so something to do with that's quite nice. Probably, then. So yeah. Teaching yeah. In some I way. think that would be the one, yeah, with that, that would be the one job that I don't think there would be a curtain that would come off it and I'd think this is rubbish. I think I'd enjoy coaching and that sort of stuff. If, yeah. um, and it's not too far removed, so if after the inquest and somehow like the like publication starts to pick up the story again and you just you, you spiral into fame, um, how have you sort of have you considered that reality, which is obviously incredibly possible, and two, if you are, because ha- if you do get that platform, are you going to try and leverage it to do something you might like to make more of a change, or are you going to like, dig your head in the sand? That's a that's a good question. That's no, a fair question. So the one thing that like all of this that I've noticed about myself is that like, I'm quite genuine at work. Like I say, I'm, I'm yeah. loud. I'm having a laugh. Like quite attention seeking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yet that's the truth. That is that's just the truth. It. But the one thing I found with this is I don't really like attention like I don't I like when I was doing the marathon and I was obviously trying to do fundraising and um there was media interest in that and I never felt like I could say no to it because it was to try and fundraise for this cause and raise awareness of course yeah but I genuinely I didn't enjoy I was never looking forward to it I was never looking forward to oh there's you know this paper's gonna do an interview I was never looking forward to the fact of you're going to be on TV, on the news for like five, ten minutes. Like, I, I genuinely, genuinely didn't enjoy it. Um, so the idea of more of that isn't something that particularly appeals to me. That's the truth. And it's like, I remember someone said to me, like, yeah, but think about like the money you might be able to get from it. And like, I've got a little boy, but it's like, I, I can't really imagine it. And that's not me trying to, again, be modest or anything. That's just, I don't, think it's for me i don't yeah. think i'd enjoy it i think that's good i got myself agreeing with but you the, the flip side is like if and if i can use you know my my award and my name and whatever to like i did with the fundraising for um yeah. for ptsd 999 there's um another charity that i've kind of really but there's someone i'm talking to which is kind of related to what happened at london bridge so if i can do something for them yeah. then fine but in terms of yeah, like, I don't, I can't see it. Like, I'm, I'm all right. I earn enough from what I do. Like, I'm quite happy with that. Like, that's that's fine with me. Yeah. Yeah. I also think though, like, um, do you think if you engage with the media, they're looking for a certain type of thing from you, you to be a certain type of person? Probably a little bit. Like, it was weird. Like, even when I was doing all these interviews before. And I knew there were certain things that I couldn't talk about because of the inquest. And, you know, to a certain extent, I don't want to talk about it. Like, I, I, sure. we, we were talking about that car crash thing and slowing down. Like, I don't need to... I don't want to create that car crash thing for everyone to slow down and look at. Like, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just... It's kind of just... I'm not comfortable with it all. And it's... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, can I talk from my experience? how I process information, mm. but I'm more interested in people who don't want to talk. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I just want to hear somebody who's not prepped and planned yeah. and using this for an agenda or for yeah, money. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to hear someone's real experience of life yeah. who just didn't actually want to turn up. 
sorry. <laughs> Not to say you do want to today, but do you know what I mean? That's kind no. of what I'm. I'm so oversaturated with. I think one, but this is it as well. And like, even I know from what I have read in the press before, like I, things can get twisted. And and like the one thing I found, like my story, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a massive, amazing thing, but there was always like an exaggerated element to everything yeah. they were writing. Yeah. And I was always thinking, why do Hang you need on, to I didn't do say this? That. Yeah, why yeah. do you need to exaggerate yeah. that bit? Like it doesn't, it's just, yeah. but it's, and that's what I mean. They always wanted that car crash bit. They wanted me to go into detail. And it's like, I can't anyway. And I wouldn't want to, because there's families and stuff that you've got respect. I'm not going to talk about what exactly I saw because that's really inappropriate. Totally. Um, so yeah, I, that car crash yeah. thing that we talked about, right? This has just happened today, right? Um, mm. Jeremy Carl. Yeah. How funny is this? The Sun newspaper are like disgust, and we're like, "Are you serious? You are complicit in exactly." Yeah. Jeremy Carl. Yeah. Um, they take people who are essentially vulnerable yeah. and offer them money t- to come and exploit oh, them. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's been some basically some poor chap went on there and I don't know if it's actually related or not that's not even exactly. clear I'm sure there were other issues going yeah, on but exactly yeah. he's killed himself okay. um, and they're, they're correlating the two and, and then oh, they've banned yeah. it immediately yeah and was I mean banned during the car? yeah cut show yeah it's gone <laughs> 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 that a of your no, I remember when like, when I obviously would, wouldn't attend school like, yeah. that was the show that like, <laughs> 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 oh dear when I wouldn't attend school. (laughs) (laughs) The repeats are gone, everything's gone. It's gone, it's off off the little ITV box. Right, no, I don't think it's fair, but I don't think Jeremy Carl should be there in the first place. Yeah, I guess this is it. I I think he's a nice guy, he's clearly been through... I don't think, yeah, it's not him, is it? Yeah, Yeah, he's been through problems in his own life, right, he had gambling addiction, I think. So I think he's doing the best of whatever, everyone's complicit in how that happens, right? yeah. But it's the sun turning around and going, can you believe it? Look what they've done. I'm like, if you have to make things so acrid and, and like you were saying, just expand things to such a degree that you get people's attention, Mm. maybe that's not the type of people's attention that you want. Exactly. We're attracting the wrong people to this. The sun, bless them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To have any kind of anger towards anything is interesting from them, but yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't. I shouldn't complain because they they pushed my um, fundraising story. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> they helped. They helped me fundraising. But yeah, for still. Every, but it's still but that you're thing. absolutely right. For every person they yeah. help get yeah. there, they've obviously pushed other people mm. down. Like, is it Liverpool? Where are the yeah, places exactly. that banned them? Yeah, exactly. It's not the uh, most reputable, positive, reputable paper, is it? So, yeah. <laughs> um, completely random question. Cool. Um, is there anything that you do every single day? That is very random. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm just interested. No, not really. It's it's hard to have a exact routine because of my job because you do shifts. So it's hard to have that kind of plan. I drink coffee every day, but that's yeah. Um I try to do some exercise like when I get up out of bed, I try to just do some little exercises just but even that isn't every day. I've been out of that routine. I'm trying to get back into it because it's yeah, but it's like I say it's hard to have any set routine, set plan, just because one day you're on early, so you're getting up at half four in the morning. Next day you're on late, so you're getting up sort of ten, eleven, and then when you're on nights, you're in bed still in the afternoon. So, I I'll tell you what, that yeah, no, um, it's it seems to work for me. Whether it's a good or a bad thing, I don't know, but 
like one thing I used to always think when I sat in an office doing my like nine to five essentially is I was like, this isn't for me. And I know there's a lot of people that must think that genuinely because who likes getting up on the Monday morning and going back into work. But I always just felt like this is not for me, like something else is out there. And, um, and yeah, so I, I guess that's why I took to doing shift work so easily. It's never been an issue. It was hard when even even when my my little boy was was first born and you yeah. you're doing shifts and stuff and you're, oh, you're yeah. doing shifts in terms of getting up with him. But yeah. <laughs> I was still alright. I could still I was still functioning. Like I, it was fine. It was just the way life was at that time. So so yeah, I think um, I seemed to just be kind of made for shift work and and like you say maybe that uncertainty. I don't know. Maybe I, I, like one thing I remember when I was having counselling. Is I turned up late for this session once and was all probably a bit like flustered, sweaty all over the place. She's like, "Yeah, she's like, you're quite chaotic, aren't you?" And I, f- and That's I, a big word. yeah, I know. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm like, just late, mate." Yeah, <laughs> no, no. I think she said it in like a, a nice-ish way, oh, yeah, and I yeah. and I didn't take it. And I do think, like, looking at that, like, to a certain extent, I, I still am probably a little bit chaotic at times. Like, even when I know what time I've got to be getting out to work, you can guarantee five minutes before I'm fucking running around even if I've been up for five hours before I'm going in I'll still be in a rush like and it's just yeah. it's just me I think that's I've I had counselling for on and off for about five years or so mm. and um, or a therapist counselling same yeah, thing yeah. right yeah. yeah and it is funny they'll they've only got a very small I, I likened it as trying to do interior decorating for a tiny house just yeah. by looking through the yeah yeah box. no I completely get that especially with the counselling I, I, I had counselling and then therapy yeah the difference i found was that a therapist will talk back to you more whereas a counselor is listening which i didn't find particularly helpful yeah. but um mm. but yeah I, I do get that and that was one thing like again when i first had counseling was when i was still living with my wife and we we're still together and one of the things she would say at the time was like yeah but they don't she doesn't the counselor doesn't know you that's right so she doesn't know what i was like before yes so as much as she can give you kind of advice and listen to what you're saying, she doesn't know what you were like before, so she yeah. doesn't know if you're different. That's right, exactly. And, I, and so I completely get that. Like, yeah. 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 The sample, yeah, like you're saying, so the sample they've got of an hour yeah. here, even if it's twice weekly. Yeah. I remember turning up, and I'd come out of a relationship with a, um, a girl uh, who was um, basically a drug addict without me knowing, and right. I found out, and it all ended and stuff. And, um, and uh, she went, do you have any joy in your life? And I went... Yeah, and I'd like I'd literally been on stage doing like music. <laughs> all my friends knew me as like you were saying loud and yeah. a, maybe an obnoxious yeah. person. And I was like, the last thing I'm not is like having a laugh. Like, I'm always yeah. mucking about. Yeah, yeah, but and it was really important. I, someone again you know, who'd been through it said wisely to me, actually, you got to give them some rope here because they don't really know you. Yeah. They're just listening to what you're saying. And I'm yeah. probably talking a stream of absolute crap yeah, yeah, about yeah. the most boring stuff that was unrelated. Um, but it's interesting to go through that, that process because that was for the first thing when I did that, it gave me a frame of reference in the world, um, which was like, um, yeah, just a couple of key things of like everyone's to a certain degree got this imposter syndrome. No yeah. one's got it made. That's so true. Mm. That is so true. And I've heard that on countless podcasts and yeah. different people and different conversations of you just like what am I doing here? Like, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Completely. So, exactly. So everything yeah. we experience with you, like our, our, you know, however you think of yourself, we, us two don't think this and countless people listening wouldn't either. The, the tens of people listening. <laughs> <laughs> think so yeah. But, oh. um, but yeah, even you, Bob Mortimer might think that, you know, someone yeah. who we might hold up as like no, a, a comedy god. You, you ne- I never would have thought that, but then not, you say, yeah, you, you, whenever you hear writers, 
comedians or whatever, an, an actor, every, just every every single profession, they seem to have that thing of like I don't know what I'm I don't know what I'm doing here. And the one thing I always like associate that is when you're um when you're a parent, yeah, and you f- and like. I think from the outside, people were like, oh, you're a parent, like, you know what you did? It's like, motherfucking no. <laughs> yeah. I am winging the shit <laughs> out of this. Like, <laughs> they know what I'm doing. Yeah. There's no guide for it, and it's the same, there's no guide for life. Like, you just, everyone's yeah. winging it. Like, no one knows what they're doing. Everyone feels a bit, like, imposter syndrome. That is, yeah, it's so true. The, the good joke, <laughs> my mum literally would say, when I was, uh, you know, growing up, when you were growing up, there was no guide to how to bring up a kid. I was like, literally, in the 1950s, there was a book of how to bring up children. <laughs> I was like, there definitely was, mum. They probably are. You could, have, you could have bought yeah. those. Damn you! Yeah. But does it make does it make you appreciate your parents bringing you up in a different? Do you look at them in a different light with having a kid? I had a, a weird upbringing, like a difficult one. Probably not exactly how you would expect to be raised. I don't knock it because, as weird as it says, like it makes you who you are now, and so good and bad. Um. So yeah, I, I, like I remember weirdly enough, my mum actually apologised not that long ago. So um, she's she's had a, an alcohol problem, and um, <laughs> yeah, she's she's had this alcohol dependency. Someone doesn't want us to talk about it. I know <laughs> the oh, lights have just on. gone off. There you go. Yeah, so she's she um, has had this alcohol dependency for for years, and yeah. it was only really in the last couple of years that it's the longest now she's gone without drinking. And yeah, we were talking um, a few months ago now. It might have even been a bit longer. And she was like, yeah, sorry, like, you didn't really have the best upbringing. I was like, but like I say, I think I turned out all right. I think I, like, I know the difference between right and wrong. Yeah. And I just thought, like, I was, yeah, it was weird that she was apologising. It was... Was it, was it weird, though? Well, I got it, but I never really expected it. And, yeah, like you say, I, I, no one, as much as she had her issues and as much as people would say that's not how you should bring up a child, like... I turned out all right. I don't think I ever really went without. I probably saw things that I shouldn't have seen and you probably, you know, whatever. But it wasn't, she she tried, I think, she, and with her, her state at the time, she probably done her best. Yeah. And it's the same for my dad, really. Like, I, I think they've done their best and, and there is no guide on how to do it. So you just, that's what it is. Same way I'm now for my little boy. I just yeah. do the best I can. Like, I'm sure, you know, I'm not I'm not there every day. So it's not perfect, but I do my best. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you think that? Um, if, can I uh, ask some questions about that? Go on. Uh, <laughs> do you think you grew up quickly then? I think in some ways, yeah, yeah, definitely. There were certain things that make you go, yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's true. It's weird because, like I say, growing up, like I'm not grown up. I'm a kid at heart still. Like, I'm a nightmare. Growing but, up, yeah, though, no, right, I, I get it. Yeah, clearly, yeah. you're the. I, I feel like if I um, just. Me and you, we've only just met on this podcast, yeah. but I think you're probably a good sounding board for is this something good or you know, good or bad to do? Uh-oh. You seem like somebody's <laughs> fairly switched on. Maybe. In, in that sense. Maybe, yeah, I'd, I think so. I'd, like, I get it. I do, it probably did make you grow up a little bit quicker. Um, but it's, that was just... The way I look at it as well is like you only have that one life, so there's only one viewpoint on it. So... That's right. I can't look at it another it way. I can't sit here and think, well, if my, if my parents had stayed together and this was an issue and that was an issue, like, that, 
doesn't that could be I turn out a completely different way and it's I, I don't know if that would have been a good or a bad thing so you just get on with it don't you like it's, it's very pragmatic it is interesting to look back on it though because mm. it can sometimes so my parents broke up when I was 15 were you mm-hmm. sit, how old you? I was only three three okay yeah. so was it your mum bringing you up basically yeah yeah living with my mum and my sister three years older she's three years older yeah. okay cool so when she said that did that did that make you was your first reaction like no, don't worry. We're we're okay. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Pretty much, and because like, like I always said, like I wouldn't change anything. Because, yeah. And it's like I touched on just now. Like she don't know if that's going to have been a good or a bad thing. And I think generally I seem to have turned out all right. I yeah. seem to be. And like I say, I know what's right and wrong. I think I'm doing all right. Yeah. So I'm. You know, if I sat here and said, "Well, yeah, if I could go back and make my mum not an alcoholic," thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> I'd like to talk about that. Yeah, and, but yeah, I was like, why yeah, didn't you? Would that have been yeah. better? So. No, like, it's, I don't, I get it. Um, yeah. I don't think so, but I don't know. I think that's, I think that's a really important thing, isn't yeah. it? Like, because yeah. it will have an effect, but it's how you, oh, look, I'm talking about choice. Like, people have control. Yeah. Some people don't have any control on how they turn yeah. out. There's that famous thing about um, you ask the homeless guy and the millionaire, they're both brothers. Why are you the way they are? One say I'm 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 a homeless because my dad drank. Yeah. I did the same thing. You ask yeah. the millionaire, he goes because I saw my dad drink. Yeah, and I just never exactly. touched it. Yeah, yeah. So people go in in polar directions. Yeah. Um, that, but that, that's, that's 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 interesting that um, you guys have at least come back to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. not very often. I was a bit. She caught me a bit off guard. Like we can't think what we're talking about. But yeah, she's like, oh, well, that, that's part of the um, pro, this twelve uh, step program. Yeah. True. Making true. an audit of everything you've... It's you've very true. Have yeah. you done that yourself? I haven't, no, but... No. no. <laughs> Do you feel like... So, obviously, I didn't grow up with my dad either. Do mm. you feel like that maybe had an effect? Um, specifically, so you're mixed race, right? Yeah. So, obviously, um, oh, I didn't speak to Mike. What do you feel like, um, given that a lot of people from our communities don't grow up with fathers? Mm. And I feel like something I've only started to consider recently that possibly... Me mm. not growing up with a dad might have had an effect um, on how I like build relationships with other men and just a number of different how I maybe treat women, how I talk to women, just just a number of things that I wasn't taught how to be a man. It's um, yeah, I, I do. do that, I, I get that. I get that. I do. Um, it's not something I've given a massive amount of thought to, to be brutally honest. But certainly, like when my my like, last relationship was breaking down, yeah. it was something that she had said, and I don't think she was saying it in a yeah exactly I think and it's like but it's always that thing like I, I don't know because I don't know what the flip side so if my dad was there all the time I don't know what that would have made me like so I I it makes sense so I wouldn't when she it, when, you know, when she said it if we had that discussion now I'd be like look you, you might be completely right but I don't know I don't what was know. It, sorry what was the is there a certain question or an assertion there like what what are you missing is that the question it, it's kind of like, I guess I took that as a question of, you know, has not having your dad there all the time made you treat people in a different way? But it's, like I guess, well, like, like I say, because my relationship broke down. So I think from her point of view, it looks like, well, that's what your dad done. So that's why you feel okay to do it, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. And I know from her point of view, you know, her parents are together, her brother's in a, a marriage as well. So it's like, I, yeah. I, I think, you know, there's different views on, on separating. No, so yeah. this literally happened, um, my mum my said to my sister, it's my fault that your first marriage broke down. Right. The reality was, 
my sister just made the wrong decision. Yeah. She just married a, a lovely bloke, but he wasn't the life person. Yeah. yeah. And but my mum was more upset huh. than everyone else because <laughs> she was like, <laughs> because yeah, it was her divorce. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. really prophetic. Yeah, it was. It was kind of like she was reliving again the trauma of her own right. marriage breaking down. Yeah. And. Um, and we, we were all reassuring my mum more than we were my sister. Yeah. She, my sister was all right with it. She, <laughs> she'd made the decision. She wanted to get on with her life. I don't yeah, think yeah. he's really happy Completely. now. He's remarried. She's remarried. Everything's worked out yeah, great. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see what comes in the future, I guess. But, <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's what it is. Like, I can't. It, it's the strangest thing. Like I say, I was going through a really bad time when it happened. I'm sure now, with hindsight, I would do things differently, handle it all differently. But, whether or not that's anything to do with, like, my dad not being around, I, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, I think it's, like I say, more to do with what was going on with me at the time. But who knows? Genuinely, who knows? Is he still alive? My dad? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, you, yeah. do you chat to him much? We, yeah, we still... T- it's weird. We don't talk as much as we used to. And I blame my job because, it, like, it's that thing where, you know, your parents, if they want to speak to you, when you're doing a nine-to-five job, they'll know they can probably ring you any evening and you'll answer yeah now they don't know if i'm gonna be at work or if i'm gonna be asleep or whatever so we still talk and um like clang when i went to buckingham palace um like my dad it was my mum <laughs> my dad and my sister it was my, mom, my dad and my sister that come so that's wonderful like, yeah, the I, family's I back together yeah the band are back together yeah <laughs> yeah yeah not quite <laughs> but um but yeah like it was yeah so we, we're close but again it's it's like Different families are going to have different views on what a closeness is. Like for me, that's all right. Like that's, but I'm very aware. Like other people will be far closer with their parents and siblings or whatever than I am. But that's fine. I have to say, I'm going to be honest here. I I remember seeing photos, especially on Facebook now. But when you could go through old friends and you'd look through their photos, you'd see them like, oh, here's the graduation photo. Yeah. And I never went to university either. So I missed out on lots of stuff there. But, um, and I see the family together. Yeah. I go, that's weird. Brother, two weirdos. Yeah, big old weirdos all in love and fine. Uh, Stop hugging. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you see that, that family unit. I look at that and I, I'm, I'm, there must be a part of me that's sad that I don't have that because I don't look at it and yeah. I have a reaction to it. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah, just no, go I null. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What do you, what's your vibe on that? Well, when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? Um, now I've started to see a lot of my friends, because I think my friends are starting to get to the age now, my male friends anyway, whereby like they've got better relationships with their dads because their dads see them more as men. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. So now I'm seeing them like so, sort of two men together, like just... No, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I do. I, I get see that. that, and I definitely admire it. And yeah. I look at some of their relationships. I think, oh yeah, so I wish I had a dad. Uh, mm. But um, it's that yeah, you don't. So yeah, it's that is what it is thing, isn't it? it like, is, you can't. It is what it is. You can't do anything about it. You can't change it. It's got to get on with it. Like, yeah. and that's exactly what it is. I think for me, it's just the I would hate for something to pop because I'm always like trying to be reflective. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'd, um, I hate for something to pop up now because I haven't dealt with something that I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I think, like you say, that reflective thing's good anyway. It's important to do that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. but That's one thing. Hopefully I th- it won't. <laughs> <laughs> my, one thing my therapist says, she went, if you can't talk about a subject without bursting into tears, then mm. you may need to take a look at it. And I was like, 
okay, oh, there are shit. a few things we can talk about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're going to earn your money now, like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get the crack another box of Kleenex out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, did that, that was interesting when you went um, to, you, you got, your family got together there. Yeah. So, those circumstances, what were they? Um, so, that was when, basically after, after the um, attacks in London Bridge and Borough Market, um, really out of the blue, got this letter, and it was weird, I was literally going to work, got a letter in the post, and I was like, it was a bit weird, like, I was sad about it. So, I took it with me as I was leaving the house. Just opened it and it was from I can't even remember someone important saying like you've um, you're going to receive this Queen's Gallantry Medal for like your reaction and it, like it was insane because I hadn't really like, people who knew I'd been involved knew I'd been involved and um, you know my mates and whatever and I think I'd been named at some point but like I hadn't had much attention and I was fine with that like I say I never I didn't care and it's always that thing as well but I didn't. I'd just done my job, like, a little bit. Like, I, I didn't... I know it was a fucking crazy situation, but I'd done my job. And um, so I'd never expected anything like that. Um, and then, yeah, it was a couple of months after that was when we we go to Buckingham Palace to, to get this award, and it was pff, surreal, crazy. Yeah. Does it upset you when people kind of tell you, like, you're, um, you did something amazing? Does, does it kind of... It doesn't upset me. I'm not. I'm not comfortable with it. I'm just no. not. It's, and I've never. I remember even from a young age um, when I when I used to do my CV, I've never been particularly good at like bigging myself up. Yeah. Because I'm just, it's just not me. Yeah. And I think it's just that it's that thing. Like I, I just don't take compliments that well. Like it's. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I get awkward even saying it. Like, I, I find that really I interesting like because. Yeah. Um, I do. I really find that fascinating. I um, I can only think to like, if somebody says you did a really good job, I think my reaction isn't dissimilar. If you ask my wife, mm. she would say something similar, which is like, yeah, stop talking about you. <laughs> you're the worst, by the way, for compliments. Yeah, he he literally <laughs>, laughs like you got the wrong guy. <laughs> like, he's like I've misunderstood who he is. Oh, right, dear. but um. I, I think it taps into something r- really kind of deep in terms of praise from, from parents and things like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That reaction, like you said, because um, I, I had a <laughs> recent apology, not apology, but it was an acknowledgement that my process or my way of thinking about something was valid. Right. I'd basically just give my mum some advice on some problems she was having. Right. And for the first time, I got into the zone of completely calm, non-confrontation. Yeah. Probably what you have to do every day. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I kind of gave her some advice. And I think for the first time in my adult life, she's turned around and said, thank you. That was really useful. Oh. And I think I nearly kind of just started crying <laughs> when she said it. Because I was like, you don't have to thank me. I just love you. You know. Yeah. But, you know, there's, there's, there's got to be something interesting there that you... you you know, uh, and also, by the way, we're not talking about you did a great job on your exams. We're talking <laughs> about something that people just don't experience in their life as well. Yeah, but um, I, I find I find it. You know, I don't know. It's, uh, it's the weird. The, uh, I'm glad I'm like that though, because I think like the complete flip side. Because <laughs> we're horrible. Of being really just like yeah, or just being really arrogant about it. Like I just I, I'm all right not having yeah. like it's fine. Just leave me be. Yeah, and, it was, and it's like. A perfect example of that is like literally, like I say, after the day after Buckingham Palace, I was just back to work, back to normal. Just don't. That, I, I found that also really admirable of like, just let's just crack on. There's, there's plenty yeah. more to do here, guys. Yeah, well, it's, it's weird because it, in some ways, I don't want it to define me, which sounds a bit crazy. 
like because it's going to get much better than that. Let's be honest. I'm very unlikely it's going to get better than that. But I just it could. Uh, yeah, like it's going to get. There's loads of other stuff that's going to happen to you in your life, and you're yeah. going to do. Yeah, true. It depends. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. 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 But I just. Yeah, I just kind of. I think it's. I think it would be easy to get carried away by all that. Like. Yeah. Like that whole thing of today's news is tomorrow's chip shop paper is a is a massive thing. So just on with it like yeah you're right there's all these different opinions there's like the big celebratory thing there's mm. this you know people are less interested in you so than you think and all that kind of stuff there's all these different views mm. but the other the other it's like you're not and this is hopefully what we tried to do with the podcast is to get behind what is popular opinion about somebody and what mm. actually is what's the reality of their life yeah or their world view like if i think i'm great i'm actually an absolute arsehole you're definitely not an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see the, oh. arrow, the, the loud, obnoxious side of you, though. Um, you know, I can't uh, you know what I'm saying about it. the 25th when I'm going out? That's Should right, we just, yeah. maybe we could pop along just for one? Just take along and I'll be sort of on the or something, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, nah. I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm bad at work. Uh, so <laughs> are you, uh, have you been kind of like um, the, the kid in the crowd when you were a kid, when you were younger? In yeah, a, in yeah, a massively. I was always... Who'd be like, I'll do it. I was just class clown and just... Been, that was just me at school. I was just, I was, I've always been, and it's so funny because uh, again, going back to this kind of bit more shy. Like, I remember when I was young, like at school, I'd be loud, especially in secondary school, I'd be loud and making jokes and whatever. And then, you know, if I was going to my aunt's house, I'd be almost like quiet and shy and just be like, what? And it's it's weird. And I guess that like, almost is a bit like this. Like, I go from being this proper annoying. <laughs> shooting people with a nerf gun at work <laughs> to yeah like publicly on this society <laughs> uh, that, that's the reality of people isn't it I love yeah. that. That, that they're not just one thing people are yeah, yeah, oh, yeah completely I've got to ask is there a toilet here I'm so sorry we've I gone really way over need the toilet. Got... I don't yeah. mind about talking I just need a win <laughs> okay pause is there a Maybe you should have the this one. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know how it gets. Okay, I'm going to hold it for a while. Yeah, it's just easier. Get to do this and this. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, by the way, we have gone over, but it's really interesting. It's cool, man. I'm not. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. We'll I'm just do good. like a um, little bit more. Is I'm that not, cool? I'm not in any mad. Okay, thank you. My train is at five oh ten, five ten. Five ten. Fine. We'll just do like. Yeah, it's a ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. A couple of minutes. Ten, fifteen minutes. Is there anything you want to pick from there? Because. <sighs> I feel like I never used this enough. I'll um, tell you what, we've got a really difficult one. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is oh, shit. This is what we waiting I for. Do you know, I actually wanted to spend a lot of time just talking about how much I love The Office. With yes. Me. So much. Like, do you know what? The one thing when I've done the podcast with Chris and Stu is I couldn't like enjoy it properly because I started watching it and I was like trying to take notes thinking that's a funny bit. And like, no, I just couldn't. I just thought I need to just. I'm going to start again and just yeah. enjoy it. So, it I've, I've never watched The Office. Can you are missing out. Do I need to watch it? Yes. The America, you need to watch both. They're both equally good for different reasons. Yeah. There's the American one and the UK one. Yeah. 
The, the UK one that's like Ricky Gervais or UK one's Ricky Gervais yeah. and the American one is Steve Carell oh, okay. mostly and he's oh he's beautiful he's so good I, it's, it's just a work of art that programme it is so good did you pick the one where um, Jim uh, get, replaces himself with a Chinese bloke? yes that got us because I was going to do top five Jim and Jim pranks I think on Dwight yes that was it and then yeah. I didn't but I did give that an honourable mention because that was that was oh, so it's, it's good brilliant. No, I, I could talk all day about that programme <laughs> and it was so fun doing that podcast and because and you picked the podcast. it's that thing where like well. yes yeah, <laughs> I've done that I, I genuinely have done it at work but yeah <laughs> like it was so fun doing that because I like I say, that almost you get. Ner- I get nervous doing anything like comedian-ish, but almost mm. because it was just a normal conversation to yeah, the US yeah. office. I like. I just imagine yeah, some good. some poor person on the phone going, "I think there's somebody in my house." Meanwhile, you're running around going, "Puck or puck or." It was in the office, honest. It was, oh. in, it was in the station rather than there. Yeah, <laughs> I shouldn't have meant to do that either. Christ, <laughs> it was fun though. Or the question, so, so they have the fun stuff like Ask at the Office. Yes. We've got, um, what does the emotion shame mean to you? <laughs> shame? <laughs> what? Uh, I didn't see that visual before. Uh, shame. Um, Let's talk about your shame, Leon. I, I'm, it's not really shame as such, but I do, I do still feel like, because of everything that has gone on, and I'm not with my, my wife anymore, my little boy, so that's kind of, I'm I'm not proud of that like at all, and that was all my, albeit you know in a bad place. That was all my decision. That was all my doing. Do you think so, that though? Yeah, yeah. I massively like I blame myself, and I, and I know people. I talk to people about it, and they're like, it's, you know, it's not your fault, but it's hard. And I I do. I blame, and I think I blame myself as well because I didn't get help, and I didn't get the right help. I I thought I, it's. And I know again, I can, I can sit there and go, yeah, I know I wasn't all right, but I wish I had, so I wish something had twigged a bit sooner, and I'd gone, I'm not okay, I need to get help, I need to not throw everything away, and unfortunately, I, I didn't get that until way too late. Like, and I'm still, you know, it was only really last summer, a year ago, that it started to properly get better. Yeah. I'd got better from where I was, but it was only like once I started doing the therapy, yeah, I had to. Cognitive, cognitive behavioural therapy. Yes. And Great. that was genuinely, that was when it was like, okay, I'm, really I'm actually help. all right again now compared to before where I thought I was all right or was given this pretense that I was all right and I really fucking wasn't. Do you know what it's to crazy. look for when you see behaviour in other people now? Um, kind of. I think it's, it's noticing that change. And so, like, especially with work colleagues, you're, 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 you're always quite close and you're going to notice if someone starts being a bit different. And um, I, I think the one thing is, like, I just look at that. Everybody has got their issues. Everybody's got stuff going on. And like I said it on, on when I was doing the podcast with um, Pip, like, the biggest thing for me when I, after what had happened is I'd be talking to people at work about what had gone on with me. And then they would be like, oh, right, oh, it's nothing like what you've been through, but I've had this. Mm. And then start talking about stuff. And it's like, everyone's got their fucking troubles their like, relative troubles just because it might not be it might be that your cat died yeah totally which, compared to a terror attack alright it's not but if that's affecting you then it's then, then it is it's every bit Absolutely. as important yeah and if you need help because of that then then that's fine so I I try to advise people on warning signs because a lot of the things is you know for me it was like I started having anxiety I wasn't eating 
like sleep quality. I wasn't sleeping well at all. Yeah. Um, and I think it's when you're not aware of that being a bad thing, you just think, I'm just tired, I'm not hungry or whatever. Totally, yeah. When it could be a bit more of it. Yeah, and it could, and it's just about being aware that, you know what, that could be certainly the start of a bigger problem. Sure. And it's about being aware of that. And like for me, like I can still have that now. I can, obviously, with what's coming up at the moment with the inquest. I've been quite anxious lately, but at yeah. least I'm aware of that now. Yeah. Compared to whenever, like now I know. Oh, and it's like, I, and I'm I can rest. This. I get yeah. it, and I know what. I know when I'm waking up and I don't want to get out of bed. It's like no, just get out of bed. It's How fine. do you deal with anxiety? I I talk. I've been a lot more honest with people. Um. It's hard because, like, when you when I find with my anxiety, it's like the biggest thing I find is I'll, I'll feel sort of sick and I won't yeah. be able to eat yeah. stuff like that and it's really hard to then combat that by sort of force feeding yourself ain't going to help um, I just honestly I think because I'm aware of it and I, I'm, I find I'm ultra aware of what's going through my head all the time now yeah. compared to before so it's like almost because I'm aware of it it lessens it a bit and you just get on I think it's I've just realised it's like no you, you know you need to carry on and I think the biggest thing is because I know it's not a permanent thing, it's easier to go right. And it's just, you, it's almost controlling it just that little bit. Like, I, I absolutely know there's days, and even, even without the inquest, I know there's days where I wake up and I just feel rubbish. Yeah. But I'm aware of it and I get it. So, do you get on the phone to someone? Do you start talking to someone about it? Sometimes, it depends. Like, there's a guy I work with who <laughs> kind of has his own stuff as well, but like, I know. I got quite stressed when I was doing the marathon training because of the fundraising, because of all the attention and stuff. And all the expectation, right? It, uh, there wasn't expectation, but I felt like there was. And there, or maybe there was to a sense, I don't know. But, yeah. It's easy to interpret that no. as expectation. Yeah, exactly. you're the so, centre um, of everything. You're... And I remember there was, um, again, because of the shift work, there's times when I'd go out for a run really late. So I'd gone out for a run at like 10, got back at about 1 in the morning, and I felt like shit honestly i was just i was emotional like genuinely i was pretty much at home just crying for no no real reason there's no trigger there's no something's happened it's just this build-up i guess yeah and yeah and i i rang my mate then i think oh, we were just texting actually just had a conversation and it's so it's weird like just that little conversation diffused it all it really did it made such a difference for me just having that conversation what did you say I just think I just said, mate, I've, I'm really feeling shit. Yeah. And then I can't remember exactly what it was, but we just talked for a while and then, yeah. and then probably had a laugh. And, and I think he was like, oh, come over. Like, no, man, don't be... Don't, like, I don't, I'm not, can't wait. that upset. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's true. You, and then you just kind of almost... It just... You get it out and then it's done. Like, yeah. And that's what I still... like. Even now, there's times when I might feel really sad and you might even cry for a minute, but then it's like... I've just I've let it out, and I think what you can do is bottle it up too much, and then that's when it goes wrong. Whereas now, it's like, if I feel shit, I feel shit. Um, if it's you know, if it is just a case of I need to stop and just give myself a minute, then fine, do that. If it's a case of I need to talk to somebody, then I'll do that. I know, I know I can. It's so weird though. Like people offer support, and even that can make me emotional. It's like just. I know you're there. Like, <laughs> oh, man. It's cool. Like, I know you're people there. People caring. Does that upset yeah. you? People care about you. If I'm in the wrong mood someone, <laughs> and someone says it, like, honestly, this, like, with this week and uh, when I was finishing work yesterday, 
and a couple of people like, oh, you know, good luck with everything. Like, I just leave me alone just saying I'll see you next week it's fine we all know what's going on we all know I'll probably feel a bit shit it's fine but yeah like yeah my mate just kind of come up just like pack on a pack I'm like you'd never do this go away yeah when someone who never does that does that oh my god and um yeah even even my skipper called this morning and was like yeah if you need if you want to meet for a coffee or anything I'm like don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay like, have you seen Matt Damon in um, what's, oh. the, what's the film with him and Robin Williams? Oh, is it Goodwill Hunting? Goodwill, he goes, yeah. He goes, don't worry about it. He goes, shut up. He goes, yeah. No, it's not your fault. Yeah. Shut up. Don't fuck with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not your fault. It's not your fault, man. It's not your fault. <laughs> we talk about that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's, yeah. It, I guess that goes, it plays on to the whole thing of our saying when people are complimenting you, like when people are nice, they just go away. Just, yeah. just be horrible. It's easier. Do you think life is beautiful? Yes, mostly. I do, do you know what? Yes, there are shit people and there are some horrible people. But overall, yeah, like having a child makes you that that beauty and that innocence is is like that's life, isn't it? That's 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 what you want. It's amazing. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> we should leave it on that you throw uh, it up yeah. <laughs> man good but yeah no yeah yeah. generally yes brilliant thank you so much for your time mate thank you for having me really appreciated it yeah man it's been really good worth coming down from Colchester definitely <laughs> thank, thank yeah, you thanks thank you thank you Alvin no problem guys <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure I get my credit <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 